Well, hello, hey, everybody. I hope you're doing well today. I'll turn my headset on here so I can hear what I'm saying. Uh, welcome to this week. Uh, this week's news about social media, digital marketing. Uh, my buddy Andrew is on his way. He's just a couple minutes behind, but we'll have him jump on here in a minute. Uh, appreciate you jumping in today, uh, coming on, and we, we've got some uh, cool, interesting news for the weekend, and I'm just going to go ahead and jump in, and once Andrew gets on, then we'll pop him in here as well. So uh, there was a, a custom audiences and lookalike audiences uh, were added to the Facebook um, analytics for apps. So if you have an app, uh, there's a there's a special thing area where you can go for your analytics. Well, now you can get a little bit more information specifically about the custom audiences that you've built, and the um, and the lookalike audiences. So kind of interesting, kind of cool because you can see if those ads are working, if the, if people are interacting with those sort of apps, that stuff always really good to know and uh, good to good to track those different things, which is always. Uh, advantageous, especially if you're doing ads specifically for your app. So uh, I don't have an app, uh, so, you know, uh, don't know a whole lot about that part of it, but it's still pretty interesting to see that, you know, for those people that are, uh, you know, I always see the the uh, ads on Facebook to install it immediately, you know, for all these different apps and stuff. So it's kind of cool to see how people can advertise to those lookalike audiences and still get uh, fairly good targeting out of them. So um, also uh, speaking of Facebook, Instagram uh, launches uh, launched a new account called Instagram for Business. So Instagram for Business is an account that you can follow. Uh, it's targeted specifically to small business owners, agencies, that sort of thing. Post the link in here for you. And you can follow them to find out, you know, new things uh, related to Instagram, obviously small business type stuff. Uh, I would, I think that this is obviously some sort of a play to uh, get business owners used to getting on, on Instagram, using it, understanding the advances of using it with their business and how they can do that. And then of course, at some point, they're going to start dripping out things related to the advertising as well. You know, the fact that you can now advertise on Instagram using your uh, power editor or using your Facebook ads account, uh, those sort of things. I'm sure they're going to start dripping that in there as more and more people become aware that they can actually use Instagram or they can use the Facebook system to advertise specifically to Instagram users. So uh, the account is at Instagram for business and it's F-O-R for business, Instagram for business. So going to be cool to see how that goes and, you know, how many people follow it. I think it's going to be a little bit different crowd uh, than the average Instagram user. But I think there are definitely some huge advantages to using Instagram, you know, as a as a marketing platform, much like uh, Pinterest, you know, especially if you have a product that is specifically uh, something that people like to look at. I've got a client who sells knives, custom knives with these beautiful handles. Uh, so, you know, they do very well on Pinterest. They've started doing some Instagram type stuff. So, you know, it's something that people can see, can look at, can click over to learn more about. And uh, I think it'll be interesting for for how Instagram is able to reach those business owners uh, and get them onto their ad platform. 
So, you know, we'll see. Uh, and, you know, we talked about last week how a lot of uh, platforms, social media platforms such as Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook, you know, some of the bigger ones are starting to do more things where you're dependent on their site versus clicking over to a different website. And there was an article over the over the weekend uh, about platforms making websites more irrelevant. And I was blown away when I started seeing this. You know, we had been talking about it recently. And uh, just the fact that, you know, like the, uh, the Facebook uh, lead ads that came out last week. If you want to learn something about a specific brand, now all you have to do is click on the ad. It'll fill out the form for you. It does everything for you, which is really crazy. So you never leave Facebook to go fill out that form or to get uh, hit with a, another lead magnet or tripwire offer or anything like that. So it's going to be interesting to see how businesses use that, whether they can still get those people to convert uh, the other uh, things that I've read said that they typically don't convert as well. Uh, they're, they're still converting. I'm talking about the lead ads in specific. Uh, they do convert, but not typically as well as something like sending people directly to your website. And I think the reason for that is, uh, you know, people are used to, uh, if they see an offer, they're used to going to something. And of course, then you also get the opportunity to present another offer to them, you know, or, hey, wait a minute, here's a one-time offer. With the lead ads, you don't. They fill out the lead, then they get an option at the bottom of the lead, whether they want to actually join the, uh, if they want to join the, the you know, if they, I'm sorry, if they want to move, go to your page or not, but they don't have to. So they can just click on the, on the thing, fill out the lead, and then go back to Facebook, which is exactly what I think most people are going to do. There's not a whole lot that are going to actually click over and visit your website as well. So, hey, Andrew, there you are. Uh-oh, don't hear you. <laughs> You're like, ah! <laughs> yeah, I don't hear you. Let me, let me make sure I've got this going. No, don't hear you. It's always something, huh? <laughs> That's right. We're gonna we're gonna press on here. So uh, so that's uh, that's it about the platforms making bloggers more irrelevant, uh, if that's such a word. I guess more irrelevant. So hopefully we get Andrew to jump back on here in a minute, <clears throat> and uh, uh, see if he can't get his sound working, which would be awesome. So that I'm I'm not sitting here talking to myself. All right, here he comes, and. Still nothing. Don't hear you. <laughs> Let me make sure this is on. Yeah, I'm on. I'm on. I can hear myself. All right. Yep. Can't hear you. Can't hear you. <laughs> Eventually, you're going to pull all your hair out, right? <laughs> By the way, if anybody ever uh, has trouble with this, I know that you can click in the upper right-hand corner on your address bar. If you're using Chrome, there's a little picture of a uh, camera there. Sometimes you can click on that and change your settings. I, for some right reason, I, never right now. I hear you now. All right. There you are. Crazy, <laughs> crazy, crazy, crazy. It uh, happens when you are uh, running late. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing works right the first time. Never, <clears throat> never. Yeah. 
So I was just going over, I talked about the uh, Instagram for business. I think that's going to be interesting how they have some news related stuff for businesses. And then they start leaking in the idea of, uh, oh, by the way, you can advertise on Instagram and it's the best thing ever. And uh, way of doing it, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's pretty smart. Yeah. It's going to be a different different crowd too, I think. Uh, I don't know how many average business owners use Instagram, but uh, interesting way to kind of grab their attention or, or, or say we're also here. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, yeah, I, I, I haven't looked at it too much, their, their new account. Um, have you had a look at it at all? I have not. Uh, I read some news about it and I pasted it in here about the new thing, but... Uh, I don't use Instagram. I, I think I think I talked about it before. I've probably yeah. posted four things of them, and three of them were flowers, you know, in the front lawn. <laughs> yeah, right, right. I, yes, awesome. So that's all you've covered so far. Yeah, and we talked about the uh, custom audiences looking like audiences for mm. the for the mobile apps. So, uh, so the the other thing is the the. Uh, thing that just came out, I think today or yesterday, that Facebook will actually warn you now if uh, the if they suspect that a government is hacking your profile. Mm. Yeah. You reckon that's uh, serious? You reckon that's real? Is that a real thing or is that a hoax going around right now? Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, kind of interesting. I think it has something to do with uh, they count the amount of you know login attempts that there are to your account. Mm-hmm. How do how do they blame that on the government in particular? Maybe they just kind of spun the news off to that direction. Yeah, yeah, it's it's interesting that they even write an article about that. Um, and I'm surprised that Facebook would even um, talk about that. Yeah, well, there is a way on Facebook where you can set up a double login or a double two different ways to log in. And maybe they're just trying to push that to increase the privacy type stuff. Not really sure. Hmm. Yeah. Because on, on this link, it shows uh, it shows a picture that you know of a Facebook pop up that says, "Hey, we've we've detected somebody logging into this account. You might want to turn on the second form of login type stuff." So, does it say does it say somebody or does it say the government logging in? Uh, I don't remember what it said now. Oh, interesting. I'll paste the link in here for everybody to see. And uh, about halfway down. Halfway down, I think he's uh, just signed himself out of the blab. <laughs> he's posting link links and uh, just posted himself outside the blab. Will, come back. Come back. I think he had enough of being on it himself. He's uh, let me do it by myself too. Um, all right. So uh, we were talking about the government supposedly getting, uh, or you getting notified by the government or Facebook, I should say. Out somehow. Um, there he is. He's back again. <laughs> Sorry about that. I clicked on the link and it opened in the same window. That was crazy. Really? Yeah. That's strange. That's strange. I'm glad it let me come back. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Huh. Oh, well, okay, so that's Facebook and the government working in cahoots, possibly. Who knows? Yeah, they're up to something. I don't know what they're up to. So. Yeah, really. Uh, I clicked on the article, and it says, uh, it says Facebook has, a, has noticed a, attempts on your account may be the target of attacks from state-sponsored actors. 
Really interesting. Okay. Yeah, secure your account now type deal. So, yeah, whatever, right? Interesting. interesting. All right. <clears throat> what else we got on the on our blab show today? Well, um, one thing that I uh, came across today was uh, I got an email from Bing that they're actually changing the uh, their product listing ads to something called shopping campaigns. Hmm. So apparently this is going to roll out uh, starting in January. You'll no longer be able to do product listing ads. You'll have to sign up for their shopping campaign platform. And then over the next couple months, uh, I think by the end of March, everybody will be rolled over into that new platform. Wow, interesting. Do you, have you ever used Bing for ads like that? I do have a, a client that uses it. They don't get a whole lot of sales from it. Mm. Uh, and they don't spend much on them either because there's not that many people that seem to be using it. Um, yeah, I think uh, Bing ads, are, I mean, I, I know I, I know the people using them a lot, but I, yeah, I don't know how much people are getting from it, what sort of return they're getting on it. Not a lot of traffic there still, is there? Right, not a lot of traffic. The ads are a lot cheaper than Google, uh, but the amount of traffic is a lot smaller. So whereas you know, my one client is spending, I think $15 a day on Google Shopping, particular mm -hmm. ads, on Bing, they might be spending a dollar or two, if that. Are they making sales from that dollar or two? They're making enough sales for it to be worthwhile, yeah. Well, more than a dollar, yeah, <laughs> interesting. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, the interesting thing is they they sell uh, bedroom furniture, but they, they typically target an older market. Mm -hmm. and so the older market always seems to be on Bing. Uh, is, that be, is that because um, they're probably using Windows with Internet Explorer? Yep, De all the defaults. That's their default. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I guess, that's a, I guess that's an interesting method. If that's your target market and you're looking for people that don't know how to change defaults. Right. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, if you're if you're targeting a younger crowd, Bing's probably not the place. Yeah, really interesting. Huh. Now, uh, we have Bing on our Xbox too. I guess you, if you log into Xbox Live, it always gives you that option to Bing something mm -hmm. straight from there. But I've never seen my kids use it. I've never used it. Well, okay. Yeah, interesting. interesting to see what happens. What What does the campaign? What does the shopping campaign do? Well, it puts the it puts a picture of your products inside the organic listings. So when you're shopping for something or when you're typing in something to search that looks like it's shopping related, mm -hmm. then those some of those different uh, products will actually show up. Yeah, right. You know, if you type in well, the example that I was saying, you know, uh, custom knives, you know, or custom chef knives, mm -hmm. if you type that into Google or Bing. They're going to give you a list of organic results, but they're also going to have some little boxes there with pictures of knives where you can go straight over to that product listing and, and purchase from that particular person. Yeah, interesting. Well, then that's rolling out in January, right? Rolling out in January, yeah. So anybody that signs up now will still be on the old platform. Yeah. Uh, starting in January, they'll force new people to be on the new one and then oh. The people that are already grandfathered in are going to be moved over to the new platform by, I think, the end of March. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah cool. Okay, awesome. Yeah. Uh, let's let's talk about Amazon. So, yeah, this is kind of a crazy one. Over over sometime over the weekend, I think, is when I first saw it. That yep. uh, they sued uh, a little over a thousand people who are having fake 
are they are they suing the people having the reviews done or are they actually people that are doing the reviews they're doing the reviews i think they're 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 have they're suing the people that are providing fake reviews from what i can tell okay so, yeah so i mean you know this whole um this whole review uh um currency if you like is pretty massive you know it's it's uh, if you've got crappy reviews on Yelp, you could put your business out of business. You know, if you've got crappy reviews on Amazon, you could be in all sorts of trouble. So, um, you know, review the review business is, is huge, and Amazon take it very, very seriously about their reviews. You know, yeah, um, they want to know who the reviewer is. They want to know that you're a legitimate person, not just a uh, person that's created an Amazon account. And five minutes later, you're punching out bunches of reviews. So they, they go through steps now to make sure that you're a bona fide real person um, and doing these reviews. So what's, uh, what's interesting is that they know that there's places like Fiverr out there offering f fake reviews or free reviews. Um, Yelp, Yelp have a, uh, a, a tactic across their um, platform that if you're garnering reviews, let's say you're a restaurant and you're asking people to do a review on you, um, they will put a big splash screen across your listing and say this company is asking for reviews which to me is like well it's asking for a testimonial i mean why can't you ask for a testimonial right um, so you know there's a lot of uh, a lot of currency in that sort of stuff and and that's a big step for amazon and i think this is the second time they've done this too now yeah yeah uh, google does something similar with the uh, you know when you want to leave leave in a review on something through, through Google Plus, for example, uh, you pretty much have to be logged in now. Actually, I think maybe they've reversed that just recently. Mm -hmm. But you used to always, you had to be logged into a Google property before you could leave a review on their system. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it's still there. Um, yeah. But yeah, so it's a big move. So uh, yeah, wow. Um, these fake reviews. But as you know, as I said, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at doing some I've been doing some stuff on Amazon for a while and reviews are a big part of it. If you don't have good reviews for your product, nobody wants to buy it. Right. Uh, iTunes, same deal. You don't have reviews on your apps or your iTunes or your podcasts. People sort of go, man, eh, it mustn't be that good, you know? So it's eBay. a, it's yeah. a challenge, you know? Yeah. eBay is the same way. Yep. Uh, uh, Yelp, you mentioned. Yep. Google Plus, I mean, especially if you want to get into the local, the pins that show up when you're doing a local search. Yep. One of the big things in order to get into that system is having reviews. So mm. uh, trying to game that, you know, there's always, I always get questions from business owners. Can I have my mom and my sister write a review? You know, yep. Yep. No, don't, don't do that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, or don't go to a, uh, don't get the same people in this family to do it all from the same IP address. Otherwise yeah. you found out at least go and do it from their work or, you know, their mobile device somewhere else sort of thing. That's not on the same internet network. Right. Yeah. Sort of thing. So yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Go Amazon go. Watch right. this case. Yeah. Let's see how that goes. Uh, yeah, so yeah, one right. of the things, one of the things we talked about on last week's show uh, when you weren't uh, on is the new, uh, Facebook shopping tab. Mm. So Facebook's actually going to come out with another tab where you can click on things and, and shop directly from your device, your phone or whatever. Uh, it's another play to keep people on Facebook. Yeah. You know? We had the Twitter buy, buy now button roll out a few weeks ago. 
Um, you know, it used to be when we're teaching social media that you can't sell or you can't make money on, on Facebook. You've got to direct them off Facebook to somewhere else. I think Facebook get that, that they want to keep you on there and they want you to buy stuff on their platform. Um, yeah. So, so we, what, and you know, I'm going to go back to this, but you know, in January last year, Facebook came out and they said, we're going to stop the organic reach of pages. We're going to make you pay pay to play, right? So the organic reach went from, you know, 70, 80% of a post on a page down to about three to 5%. Um, so many businesses went belly up, you know, because they would spend all their time and effort building their business on a platform that they didn't own, which was Facebook. Facebook made the rules and these people didn't like the rules and their business dried up overnight. Um, do you think that we're going to have the same again? People are going to go, oh, well, I can just build my store on Facebook and uh, when Facebook changed the rules of that store down the track, they're going to sit there and cry poor because they didn't know. Yeah. Do you think that's going to happen again, or do you think people will have learned from that? Oh, I think it'll probably happen again to some. I mean, there's a lot of business owners that, in a lot of cases, they're paying somebody else to do it. You know, they're they're not really doing it anyway. So. Some other some other expert that's uh, going to tell them to build their business on a platform that they don't own. Yeah. Don't do it. I'm just saying, don't make it your only form of income because absolutely. Yeah. Make sure you're diversifying across several. Completely. Completely. Yeah. yeah. yeah well, that's uh, there you go. That's another change for Facebook. Imagine that another change, another day, <laughs> twice a week we do this show and twice a week we talk about Facebook. <laughs> you always do. And you know, the one thing we don't ever talk about typically is Google plus. Well, I mean, it's yeah. Well, what's changed? Is there something there? Is there anything there this week we can talk about Google Plus? <laughs> no, <laughs> there well, really isn't. Plus, because it's solid, solidly stagnant. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I have to love Google Plus. I still post to Google Plus every day. I just don't in actively get in there as much as I used to. Yeah, I use um, Buffer, which is, I know, a website you use as well to post yep. to all the different social media networks. And I never get any notifications that there were any sort of engagements on Google+. Plus. Yeah, I don't either. Um, you know, I, I do, I find I find stuff that I've shared when I'm looking for search results and right. some other people that I'm connected with that have shared. But I really uh, don't get a lot of traffic from Google+. Plus. Yeah, which is sad because I thought it was a pretty good platform, and I'm sad that Google have had now what seven or eight attempts at social, and they still can't get it. Right. Um, I think they're trying to be too cool sometimes. Yeah, and there was a topic Google exec that just went over to Twitter, uh, mm. took over as the ex uh, executive chair, I think. Mm. So, speaking of uh, moves like that, uh, I did read something about Square today, uh, wanting to do an IPO. And part of something that they said was they're not sure that they want Jack Dorsey as the CEO. They don't want Squid Squared. Square doesn't want Jack Dorsey as the CEO. Right. They're they're not sure about it. And I guess because he just Didn't he create Square? Wasn't he the guy that founded Square? Yeah, it's his company. And they Twitter did that to him too. They didn't want him originally and they wanted back. So what's going on with Jack Dorsey there? Yeah, not sure. Kind of interesting though. We we talked about him a couple times on the show. It's like having the uh, the machines rise up, you know. You create this uh, create this product, and suddenly the product says, "We don't want you anymore." Yeah, just you out and chew you up. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, Apple did it. Steve Jobs too. So. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Interesting. So, Interesting. well, that's all the uh, that's all the latest news from this past couple days. Uh, 
I know we're going to do this again on Friday, and who knows what we'll be talking about then. I've got I've got a bunch of articles that I haven't even had ready for today, so there's going to be some news for sure on Friday. Okay. Uh, yeah, definitely got lots of lots of things to talk about on for Friday. So join us at ten thirty Pacific, uh, twelve thirty Central, one thirty Eastern. Tell your friends we want some more people in here. Yeah, wow, you're pretty good at math. I know, I know. I like globally. I can tell you what time it is in Mumbai. I can tell you what time. It is. I can tell you right right now, it's uh, four fifty four a.m. in Sydney. See, I can reel these things off. Wow, nice. Um, but up at Kambakta West, I'm not sure what time it is. <laughs> All right. Well, we will uh, we will see you on Friday with a lot more news. All right. Awesome. Well, take care. Thanks, everybody. See you later. See you.